You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. So, John, we, we've talked recently a bit more about the social credit system in China and how that is being extended to businesses. Mm-hmm. The EU Chamber of Commerce in China has actually made some warnings to companies from Europe saying, you need to pay attention to this mm-hmm. because this could get you kicked out of the country. This could uh, could cause you to go bankrupt. Yep. This, this is something you need to be aware of. And they've called it, I'm paraphrasing, but the biggest attempt to force self-regulation mm-hmm. on business yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and using all those data points and, and, and just collecting information, whether it's through a, a vast network of, of tens of millions or even you know hundreds of millions of CCTV cameras, I think, it's, I think it's forecast to be almost one camera per head of population in China. Yeah, I guess that's been the, the big issue. Because you say, well, we can put lots of cameras up. But a lot of people that have seen camera footage then also question the, the clarity of that camera footage. I mean, we know that when you buy a security camera, it's probably around the sort of 20 megapixel at most. Like, that's a pretty good camera. I mean, yeah. you think of your phone camera, that yeah. might be around, what, 12 or 13 megapixels. Yeah. Some getting up there. The premium ones are getting about the 20. Yeah. And so... In order to have a camera that's seeing thousands of people, does that mean that you need thousands of cameras? Well, that can be costly and then there's things can break down. So one thing that the Chinese have recently released, and this was at the International Industry Fair uh, just recently, mm. was a 500 megapixel cloud camera system. And what this could do is it was capable of capturing thousands of people, tens of thousands of people, and being able to look at each individual within that video. So the amount of detail that you can get from a 500 megapixel camera is actually better than the human eye. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. What they're planning or what the thoughts are is that this camera will then have the AI system which incorporates facial recognition and real-time monitoring to sort of determine what is going on. Because if you have... Let's say you have a, you know, a number of small cameras, then the resolution is low and therefore what you may think is a, a push is actually just a, you know, a slight sort of you know, movement out of the way. Whereas with this kind of resolution, when we can now see when a fight would begin and that would you know, count against you in a social credit uh, type system as right, well. Right. So it is more about, okay, well, how do you determine with greater clarity and using AI that this is definitely, I mean, I think we've reported it was, um, you know, the gait of someone's walk, how you walk can also be yeah. interpreted by AI. Right. So they don't need to see your face. Yeah. They, can, they can work it out from the way you walk. But this one here, the technology involved here is able to get facial recognition. And this is also, I guess, to, to make sure it's not just how you walk, it's the facial recognition. I know that there's even reports that people might try to evade this by wearing masks yet there are some countries around the world that forbid you from wearing a mask in public as well Mm. so you know we are moving we're quickly moving away from privacy and Mm. all for the benefit of community security um uh, well, under those eu- euphemistic headlines, community security, uh, better business practice, as with the social credit system applying to business in China, you know, making it more public if, if, if companies have got bad credit histories or if they've got a bad environmental track record, they're pollu- you know, they've been busted for polluting rivers or they're exceeding emission standards in the, in the smoke coming out of their, their chimney stacks, all that sort of stuff. Mm. On the face of it, you'd say, oh, that's really great. It's yeah. good that those things are being controlled. And in a country as big as China, I suppose that they're 
they've got they've got a lot of incentive, a lot of reason to want to automate things. Sure. But the dark side of it, I guess, is that you know you do have a one party system over there. It's an authoritarian state. It's, it's not the only the one in the world. It's yeah. not the only country like that. There are other countries that uh, operate in similar ways that, uh, that don't like dissent, don't tolerate dissent. But in the end. What are the effects on a society when you force people, when it's, it's an artificial stability that's mm, applying that's right. rather than something which is actually motivated by people wanting to behave the right way? It's more out of fear than necessarily them genuinely be- believing in, in uh, the, the, the ideals that are supposedly represented by the yeah. system. Will people spend less time out in public or a- attempt to hide themselves even more yeah. in some way? Yeah. Uh, and uh, there will be ways around the system, but... You know, one of the things that you have to also consider is if you're going to capture this much data, I mean, if you've got one camera that's <laughs> this capable, it's, that is a huge file. I mean, you need some pretty significant storage capability. Mm. You need some pretty significant um, computing power to be able to process this. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm confident that at the moment we probably don't have that necessary capability at an appropriate cost for every corner every street corner but it's moving that way it is definitely moving away the cost of storage are coming down a like supercomputing is improving every yep. day yep. quantum computing is on the horizon so, yep. so look i can see you know look if we were to apply this particular camera here in australia i can look to see for a large gathering of crowds for example at some kind of footy game mm. or a music stadium yep. or a crowded uh, train a, station a crowded train station somewhere where there is the genuine security aspect for people then i can see the benefit of that where it's okay you can pinpoint one person at a crowd of you know thousands of people Mm. and send a first response but if you can respond in in time you know and if you can actually crunch that data if the if the systems if the storage if the processing power because it's going to have to be run by computers it's not going to be able to be you know people can't doesn't matter how big the team of people you've got analyzing i mean they can respond to something being flagged for sure by the system but the system has to be able to flag it to start with has to be able to look at that crowd of thousands of faces i mean there's train stations in the world that have i think shinjuku station in tokyo has i think it has 10 million people going through it a day i think it might be the busiest train station on a daily basis you could have cameras and there are cameras everywhere in that train station at the moment as it is it's it's enormous but for you to be able to actually have those cameras picking up those millions of faces walking past mm-hmm. CCTV cameras and actually being able to use that in a, in a sort of meaningful way to distinguish between criminals and normal law-abiding people, mm-hmm. that's a, a huge step. And, and it'll have to be done by automation, but I, I'm not sure whether the automation is there. But I mean, presumably if the Chinese are building 500 megapixel cameras with this kind of resolution, then the technology is that far, not that far off. And the big concern is how is AI going to determine what is legal and what is illegal when you feed into it a bunch of rules, but it may come up with its own set of applied rules, which on the face of it, when you, know, you bring humanity into it, then that would be seen as, oh, look, that's not too bad. That's not illegal. Whereas AI might just be very definitive and say, well, the way that you jaywalked there, for example, that's illegal, therefore you lose five points or you lose 10 points or we're going to send out a police officer to give you a ticket or something like that. So are there flexibilities in that? Does it act a little bit like a human or is it very black and white? And my fear is that in China it is very black and white. Apparently, Wales police have announced recently they're going to be trialling real-time facial recognition technology and the practice has been ruled lawful by the High Court. So there's been some regulatory hurdles, facial recognition technology, which we've already got in airports. So it's not not that much of a stretch. We've got it on our phones. Sure. We know that Facebook, every image that gets uploaded to Facebook, every selfie or photo of a person or people, groups, all is subject to facial recognition technology. And those algorithms process that, match it up to your friends, match it up to the wider network of people. 
They own your photos. Mm-hmm. So whether you're choosing to post it up there yourself or you know, whether it's being harvested without your knowledge by publicly owned or government owned CCTV uh, camera systems or even owned by private businesses that say, oh, this is part of our, you're entering our building, it's private property, you automatically are subjected to our security measures, which include uh, data harvesting and uh, facial recognition. And you mentioned that Apple's got the facial recognition. Mm-hmm. and. In a few weeks, uh, there is the Google announcement for the new Pixel series, which is the Pixel 4 series, right. and it is strongly suspected that there will be facial recognition unlock technology in the phone as well, yep. meaning that is likely to filter through to other Android devices over the coming years. So we're, it's inevitable that our our phones that are here for to make it ease of use mm. are also capturing the really key important information about you know our heart rates, our, uh, our facial look, how we walk, where we walk, what we do, what, who we communicate communicate with it's capturing all that data sending it back to those servers so on the face of it you know we look at uh, the social credit system in china and say well that's that's not something we want applied here but potentially we're already getting ranked uh, by a social media score system which looks at how good a citizen you are that number is not divulged that's not necessarily applied to anything other than some kind of business advertising potentially Mm. but potentially how that could be applied in future is also of a concern should they choose to we don't like this person we're going to kick them off social media thanks for listening we'd love you to review us on itunes it's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast and don't forget to follow us on social media beyond infinity rppfm on facebook or infinity rpp on twitter